Ah, welcome to Movie Magic. We would be honored if you would join us. Five, six, eight. Five, one thousand. Four, one thousand. Three, one thousand. I am the father. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. Are you one of those single tier people? All the dogs in King's Landing howl through the night. They cry out for their true queen. Name's Bond, James Bond. One of them leads to the castle at the center of the labyrinth, and the other one leads to certain death. <gasps> Go ahead, make my day. He sounds like quite a man. A passenger has died on the train. Who gave the order to kill me? Movie Magic with Colin Gomez, Money FM, eighty-nine point three. Commence primary ignition. My wife was too tired to go to the cinemas to watch a movie. So I texted my son and asked him if he had watched a movie titled Nope. He cheekily replied, Nope. And when asked if he wanted to watch it with me, he said, Yup. So we watched it together and then we broke it down. Would we say Yup to Nope or Nope to Nope? Well, stay tuned to find out. First of all, I love the works of the director-writer Jordan Peele. He was in Mad TV and part of the hilarious duo Key and Peele. Oh, by the way, Mad TV is referred in passing in the movie Nope. His directorial debut was Get Out, and the genre was horror. He's a comedian, and yet he was able to pull it off. Amazing and brave to do a horror movie for a debut. The second movie he directed was also a horror movie, Us, and I thought that was even better. Scary and on the borderline supernatural. Now, if it was fully supernatural, I wouldn't have watched it. Now, this guy knows how to write and direct horror movies, and when I saw the trailer for Nope, I was curious to find out how Jordan Peele would portray the alien or aliens. Would it be like Alien or E.T.? Will there be a cornfield somewhere in the movie as some alien or uh, horror movies have cornfields? I wonder if you noticed that too. But no, it's nothing like Alien or E.T., and neither does it have any cornfields, but it has an open, deserted area, like a desert, where uh, you can ride horses. This movie has a lot of horses in them. The first scene has things falling from the sky, and although I watched it on the big screen, I couldn't tell what they were, until there was a close-up on the items. Well, don't worry, I'm not going to say what they are in case you haven't watched the movie yet. Movie Magic with Colin Gomez, Money FM, 89.3. The cast in Nope is fantastic. Kiki Palmer treats us to one of her most magnetic performances. And Stephen Yoon is very believable too. And so is Brandon Perea. You can see the fear in his eyes. And of course, there's the ever-silent man of very few words... Daniel Kaluuya. Now, Daniel Kaluuya is an English actor, not American. But he's so convincing that you might think he's American. He was in Jordan Peele's first movie, Get Out. He was given the lead role in Get Out on the spot after nailing his audition. Jordan Peele said Daniel Kaluuya did about five takes of a key scene in which his character needed to cry. And each was so perfect that 
you know, the single tier came down at the exact same time for each take. Peel told him he had the role immediately. But Kaluuya didn't quite believe him because he was wary of people in Hollywood. Plus, in auditions, you normally don't get the role on the spot until the casting director or writer, director, producer auditions everyone waiting in line. Kaluuya got the role and went on to be nominated for an Academy Award for Best Actor in Get Out. He was in Black Panther, and he played the role of Fred Hampton in Judas and the Black Messiah. He had a supporting role in Sicario. He also starred in the Black Mirror episode 15 Million Merits. Now, you'd be able to find Black Mirror on Netflix, and I raved about this series many moons ago on Movie Magic. Oh, by the way, Kaluuya also had minor roles in Johnny English Reborn and Kick-Ass 2. But prior to all these movies, his film debut was in 2006, titled Shoot the Messenger. And being British, he supports an English Premier League team. Well, it's a team that is doing well this season on the EPL table. No, it's not Spurs or Man City, but Arsenal. I'm Colin Gomez, and you're tuned to Movie Magic on Money FM 89.3. And I have two movies that I'm talking about this week, and I'll tell you about the second movie in just a bit. Meanwhile, it's still nope. Would I give it a yup for you to go watch it at the cinemas? Well, so far I've given you the fantastic performances of the actors and how great the writer-director Jordan Peele is. But from now on, it's going to be super objective. And I'm sure that it will be spoiler-free. Money FM 89.3. Movie Magic with Colin Gomez. Remember the old British movies where each chapter in the movie is broken down by a break which says part one or end of part one, part two, etc. Well, this movie has the same kind of breaks, but instead of part one, part two, and so on, it has animal names which really worked in context to the story. The cinematography is brilliant. The score was composed by Michael Abels, and he worked on all of Jordan Peele's movies. Each has you know, a different sound, but has a horror theme. Now, here's a story of how Jordan Peele found Michael Abels. Jordan Peele was looking for a composer for his movie Get Out. He wanted someone fresh, so he went on YouTube and found one of Michael Abel's compositions. Jordan told his producers that he wanted him. So one of the producers found him, called him, and introduced himself over the phone as a producer from Hollywood. At first, Michael Abels was wondering if it was a scam call. But then he googled the producer's name and found out that he was for real. It was legit. The producer then got him in touch with Jordan Peele. And Jordan Peele asked him if he would like to compose the music for his first movie, Get Out. If he said yes, he would send him the script to read. Well, Michael said yes. And he received the script and he knew after reading it that it was going to be a big hit. Now, after the movie was released, Steven Spielberg told Jordan Peele to keep Michael Abels. And thus... All three movie scores, Get Out, Us, and now Nope, were all composed by Michael Abels. 
Now, he uses quite a bit of violins in the score he did for Get Out, but in Nope, it had that spaghetti western feel to it. You know, like an old Clint Eastwood movie uh, with the whistling in the score. After all, Nope has a cowboy western theme to the movie. Movie Magic with Colin Gomez, Money FM 89.3. Now that you've heard my take on the pros of the movie, Nope, here are some cons. It's definitely not for children. The movie can seem to be a little bit long as it has a slow burn. I also felt some of the characters were a little disjointed from the other main characters. Uh, now, there are flashbacks of what happened on a film set with a chimpanzee. And at first I was wondering, what was the connection? All will be revealed by a character who puts on a rodeo show for a handful of people which kind of took forever. Well, those are my cons, and I like to sandwich it with some more pros about the movie. Now, there's a twist in the movie, and I didn't expect the alien to be that. I'm not going to tell you what that is, as I don't want to spoil it for you. Now, the script also has a couple of words nope in it. It is subtle, but it's there. I know now you're going to look out for it. But don't, okay? Just enjoy the movie. Oops, am I saying that you should go watch the movie Nope? Yep, you should. If you're on the fence because you heard mixed reviews and, you know, you're wondering if you should spend that money buying a ticket and popcorn and, uh, you know, all that that goes with it, you know, those chocolates. Uh, well, look at it this way. It's worth taking the chance and watching the film on the big screen. And even if you think that it is good rather than great and fantastic, you know, to die for and so on. But you're still wondering, you know, will it live up to your expectations? Well, paying for a ticket will contribute to the making of the next film by Jordan Peele or any other filmmaker down the road. Because without the support and cash, you know, from the audience, well, let's face it, we all love to be entertained. And with, you know, without the cash and without the support, there won't be any films. And please, don't stream the movie illegally. The film industry will die one day if you carry on streaming movies illegally. There won't be any funds to make a great film. And you'll have to resort to watching, I don't know, um, silly TikTok videos on your small phone screens. Money FM 89.3 Movie Magic with Colin Gomez Now it's time for me to talk about the second movie on the show. Like Nope, this movie will put you on the edge of your seat. And like Nope, it has one word too. It's titled Beast. Now, when it comes to man versus animal or mammal, nothing comes close to Jaws. However, Beast has some Jaws-like quality in the film. For example, the lion creeps up on you and you don't know when it's going to suddenly attack or appear behind you or in front of you. In Jaws, uh, there's the warning theme, you know, from John Williams, you know, the one that goes boom, 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 boom. But in Beast, however, it doesn't come with a warning music. It just appears. It's loud when it growls. The shark in Jaws can't growl. It just shows its bad, crooked teeth that no dentist would want to look at. It was bloody, but you don't see a half-eaten man. 
Beast, on the other hand, can be quite bloody and gory. Idris Alba is the main character other than the lion, and he is trying to protect his daughters, and he will go all out to fight to the death if he has to, just to keep his daughters being mauled by the lion. So why does the lion keep attacking humans? Lions, by nature, don't hunt. If you watch any Animal Kingdom documentary, you know, the one by David Attenborough, you would know that the lioness is the one that hunts, not the lion. Well, this lion is angry with humans because poachers had killed his family, and now he wants revenge. It is not hunting for food. He's now killing for revenge. He attacks and then leaves the humans all gouged up and bitten and torn up. This is a creature feature from beginning to end. And speaking of beginning to end, there are a lot of long one-shot takes. Now, some of them may have been stitched together by a computer, but it looks kind of great because that's the choice the director had made because it'll make you feel as if you're part of the safari trip. The lion is portrayed as a very smart cat and a very powerful one. And by nature, you know that all the other big jungle cats fear it as well. And that's why it's the king of the jungle. In this movie, the lion has home advantage too, as it is in the African savannah. Now, the camera angles in this film make you feel that you're running from the lion. Adrenaline will start pumping. Now, if I were to talk about the logic of the film, well, then there are a lot of scenes that defies logic. But go watch it for the entertainment value, the fear factor, the jump scares and the anticipation of what's coming around the corner. To sum up the movie, it's Idris Elba versus the lion in the African wilderness. And the scenery is just great. It's fantastic. It's a movie about the choices you make and how far you would go to save your loved ones. So the movies today on Movie Magic are both date horror movies. Yes, bring a date so that he or she can cling on to you at the scary scenes. I'm Colin Gomez on Money FM 89.3. And if you missed previous Movie Magic shows and you're probably finding it hard to decide what to watch at the cinemas or stream at home legally, well, then just Google Movie Magic with Colin Gomez. And past shows can be listened to on many podcast platforms. And oh, um, one more thing about the movie Beast. If you decide to watch it, you'd probably come out of the theater feeling energized. And you might go, wow, that was a ride. It's like coming out of a dark room or a rainy day to a bright, sunshiny day.